Yo, CM Punk to the mix and your and your chances of winning drastic go down. No. This is Jake the Snake Roberts. This is Teddy DiBiase, the main Hey, this is Bob Baffling. Hey, everyone, this is Rick Stein. This is a honky dog man, the greatest WWE Intercontinental Champion of all time. This is your wrestling show, Ottawa. Heck, they could use you guys over in WWE. You're listening to the greatest wrestling show in the whole wide world. This is Wrestling With Ideas. Welcome back inside the CKDJ studios right here for another edition of Wrestling With Ideas on CKDJ 107.9 Ottawa's new music. This is WWI 146. Thank you, Mitch. Of course, I'm the music man, Colin Scully. Alongside me, you found your nickname. It is from the Twitter poll. My new nickname is the Shockmaster Mitchell Schweitzer. There we go. So, Mr. Shockmaster, this past weekend. Yeah, it was busy. Uh, it was busy, man. It was busy. It was definitely busy. Let's talk. Let's, let's we'll get it out of the way. Yeah. Let's talk about Clash of Champions. Let's talk. Right. Let's go. And I'll go. I'll try and go in as order as we can here uh, from the pay-per-view. We started off with a cruiserweight match. Cruiserweight title. Yes, we did. Uh, cruiserweight pre-show. We. Yeah. And if I don't want to be an ass when I say this, but I was right last week. If you watch last week's video, I said or not video podcast. I said, uh. Lindsay Dorado was only there to take the pin or submission. See, I thought it was, wasn't it Grand Metalik? No, it was. It was Lindsay? Yeah, Grand Metalik had the Rey Mysterio match that we talked about. Right. Uh, again, whatever. I was right. Uh, they're just there to boost up Humberto Carrello. Um, whatever. But I called it when I, no, because it was. Was it Lindsay that took the pin? Yeah, it was. Oh, shit, my bad. Yeah, yeah, okay. he took the pin. Uh, they're just boosting it so uh, Humberto is ready to take the title when yeah. he does. Yeah. Uh, so, pretty good match. Um, I don't know. High spots, cool stuff. Google Ox, great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything you want to say about that match? Not really. Yeah, it was pretty good. You know, yeah. whatever. Styles defeated Alexander. You were right there again. Yeah, Styles Alexander. Uh, it was also good. It ended up... It was different than I what I thought was going to be. I thought it was yeah. going to be a real showcase of Alexander, and it was Not. a borderline squash match. Yeah, uh, it was good. The second shortest match on the card. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was pretty good though. Yeah, it was I didn't whatever. Mind it. Yeah, I don't know. I, it was up to this point. It, I was underwhelmed. I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. But I mean, I, after yeah. the pre-show, I was I was underwhelmed. Yeah. Um. Then Rudy we Ziggler. Yeah. First match of the actual card was uh, Rudolph versus uh, the tag team champions, Strowman and Rollins. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. I, I like that one. I just I just it just clicked what you did with their names there. Yeah. Rudolph. That's what their <laughs> name should be going forward. Yeah. Just Rudolph. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was I was impressed with the match. Uh, Rollins and Strowman, classic tag team. I just like, can't, I can't get along. Yeah. See, I just can't wait for them to not be just throwing two random singles guys together as a tag team. It's always going to happen. It always does. Whenever they're doing I a mean, rivalry, yeah, that's fine. Happens, that's that's okay know. to be throwing two random singles guys together as a tag team. Yeah. But I'm not a fan of having two random singles guys as a tag team, as the tag team champions. Yeah. And that just happened two times. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah. match, match was good. Match I, was good. Match was good. Uh, I'm happy Rudolph won. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I don't, I don't know. Again, that match, I was like, okay, you know, whatever. Bailey versus Charlotte Flair uh, was was the shortest match. Yeah, yeah, with three minutes forty five seconds. Uh, I don't know. Bailey won, retained. She did it not clean. She removed the turnbuckle, and Charlotte smashed her face in. Yeah, of course. It was. It was whatever. It's just boosting Bailey, you know, again, up to uh, this is match number four and I wasn't feeling it. Yeah, I was upset, not upset, but I was I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't having a great time sitting there watching that. Now, do you see because Bailey's in this Bailey? Yeah, is in like the void of stars where they don't know where like are they like tweener stuff are they going face are they going heel yeah i can't i can't tell where wwe are going with bailey i think they're trying to make her heel look marketable for the children still but she's a heel so she's smiling and hugging kids and high-fiving kids and stuff so kids will still buy their sh- her but shirt she hates becky lynch Yes, she hates Charlotte and Becky Lynch. Yeah. So I don't, she's a heat, but are they heels? I don't know. Anyway, it's weird right now. The four horsewomen right now in my head are all heels that are just fighting each other. Uh, At this point, I'm just hoping to God that uh, Ronda Rousey shows up on NXT. No. No, no. See, see, see. Listen, listen. Let me finish. Let me finish. No. You didn't let me say what I was going to say. Okay. Ronda Rousey shows up on NXT and Shayna Baszler, uh, Jasmine Duke and Marina Shafir are cutting a promo like the three of them are there. Yeah. Ronda Rousey shows up with her epic four song. MMA horsewomen. Yeah. Against the four WWE horsewomen at WrestleMania 36. Why does everyone want that so bad? It would be good. It would be subpar. <laughs> what do you mean? It wouldn't be that What's good. wrong? The two, what are their names? The girls that don't actually Jessica wrestle. Jessica Duke and Marina Shafir. They, they are wrestling. They don't wrestle. They are. They never do. They're never on NXT. They've been on TV for the past two weeks. They're Where never, have you been? They're never wrestling. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyways, this match was the match that fully, I was like, okay, I'm back in it. Yeah. I'm back watching this. The Revival versus the New Day is... It, it it was amazing. Yeah. It, it was really really good. Like borderline best match of the night. I wouldn't was, go so. I wouldn't go that far. It was pretty good. It was good. It was definitely top three. It was pretty good, dude. And that like the knee brace crap with Xavier, like they're they're, they're good with that. Both those teams are good tag teams. You know they wrestle. Yeah. They they're good. Tag and team see, wrestlers. this is why I said what I said about the Raw Tag Team Championships, though. Yeah, because we like got you have real two tag established tag teams. Yeah, right here. Dude, putting on a stellar match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of stellar matches that are uh, tag team matches, we got the women's tag team match, which was, uh, it was bad. It was, what? Bad. It was bad. Really? Yeah. You. What did you feel? I mean... I'm a fan of Nikki Cross in general. Yeah, me too. Ah, yeah. I like her more than Alexa Bliss, that's for sure. Yeah. I think it's ridiculous that um, the women's tag teams, like the titles are just thrown by the wayside. It was, yeah. it, it's it's a shame. It seemed like a good idea. Yeah, it was it still is a good idea in I principle. Uh, yeah, I guess in principle, but it's just, there's no women's tag teams that are, Besides the iconics, like established as we are a tag team. Because well, I mean, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, technically. I guess, but 
then I don't know what they're doing there. I thought they were just trying to make them like lovers, but I don't know. What? I don't. Do you not remember that angle? Were you not watching that? The like, I think it was a month ago. They. What the hell are you talking about? You didn't see any of that? No. Oh, dude, it was everywhere. What are you talking about? When they were like, oh, hey, Mandy, and she was like, put it like combing her hair. So it was. Yeah. And it, I don't know. They they talked about it on an interview that it was put out there and it was scrapped, apparently. But I don't. I'll know. have to check that at some point. Yeah, I heard nothing of that. Really? No. That's shocking, dude. You no. get you got to put your ear to the ground, man. Yeah. That's all right. Uh, Shinsuke, Sami Zayn, and Sami Zayn with uh, versus the Miz. Again, Shinsuke retained. Shinsuke retained. Sami Zayn is being buried. Zayn's being buried. The Miz is trying to be overly face and it's not good. I don't, dude, I thought maybe I didn't like this pay-per-view. Maybe, maybe I had like, maybe I just didn't like it. Cause I'm looking back on these matches and like really it wasn't that match great. five and then the last three were the only matches yeah, that really that stuck stood out. Oh, actually, you know what? Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch yeah, wasn't okay. bad. So match five and then the last four. So I'd say half of them weren't good, though. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So number eight, Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. That was beautiful the way that they did that. Yeah. I I, I like I, I, I like Sasha Banks. She's okay. Um, I, I love Becky. Becky, the way that Becky's like getting over. Yeah. Inadvertently. It's not inadvertently anymore. It was inadvertently. It was initially. Now it's, I, I feel a little Roman Reigns 2016 and 15 where yeah. everyone, he's, it's being crammed down our throats a little. Yeah. Um. So match, you know what? That match was pretty good. Yeah. It was pretty good. It, yeah. I didn't like the ending is my only no. thing. I don't know why they did that. Um, Kofi the ref didn't even get back up. Yeah, it was stupid. Because <laughs> it, it, it was stupid. It was stupid. Speaking stupid, of stupid, stupid. we got Kofi Kingston. Kingston defeating Randy Orton to retain his WWE Championship. Uh, in my head, it it was it worked out because I thought I was going to be right going into you know them facing each other at Hell in a Cell. I was wrong, and we'll get to why I was wrong after. On, where yeah, yeah. Um, match was pretty good. Yeah. I love the trouble in paradise that yeah. that finisher is underrated. Yeah. It can be hit out of nowhere. Randy Orton. So it was, it was pretty good. It was Eric Rowan defeated Roman Reigns in a no DQ match with the help of a returning Luke Harper. I was very excited. I did read it earlier, sadly. So I was watching that with uh, a group of my friends and we were all kind of like, whatever, like they weren't that into that match. I thought it was really good, but yeah. I, I'm just impressed with Eric Rowan. Yeah. Um, sadly, I read on, I can't remember, someone reported it and I read, oh, Luke Harper's there. And then I was like, okay, so he's being thrown in with Eric Rowan. And then when he did come out, it was like, a, oh, hey, that is Luke Harper. But it was also like, crap, I expected that. Yeah. Luke um, Harper almost happy. looked sick, though. He did. He He looks sickly. He's very thin. He's very, I don't know. He, I don't, maybe, I don't know. I, I'm happy he's back. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I just, I hope he's in okay shape because, be back. yeah, I don't know. Cause he's looking a little, yeah, yeah I don't know. 
happy but I mean, though. I guess he always kind of did look like that to a certain extent. He was yeah. always the lankier of the two guys. He was lanky, but this is like that was scary. Like especially it's like a hundred pounds off. Like especially like with his eyes and mm-hmm. shit. Like you notice that. Yeah, I don't know what's up. Um, and then main event. Main event, probably the match that ties or beats the record for most false finishes in a WWE match. That, yeah. That finish, this finish was amazing. I was happy with it. Three I was really happy stomps, with it. Or three blackouts. Stomps, then, just stomps. Whatever the fuck they're <laughs> called nowadays. Three stomps, a pedigree, and then another stomp. So happy the pedigree came back for that. The one thing I don't like about this match is the way that Braun Strowman looked as he was running. What? (laughs) No, he looked like he was, he looked like he was in pain as he was running across and like hitting that shoulder tackle, like outside the ring. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe it was just selling. I don't know. I didn't notice that. No, he just Hmm. looks like he's got bad knees or something. Oh, you're talking about like Andre the giant situation. Yeah. Not as bad, mind yeah. you. Then again, you're never going to see Andre the Giant running around the outside of the ring hitting shoulder tackle. He's pretty athletic. Like, Braun went to the top rope in this match. That was... And he almost fell off and he died. Did. <laughs> if he fell off, dude... Oh, man. he I don't know. Like, if he fell off, his that. push would have been over. It's already over. But could you... Oh, dude. Did you... Yeah. There, there's no way they're going to give him anything after this. Like, come on. What are you doing? You've this is sixth Universal title loss. Six on a pay per view. That's six pay per views where you make him look like a a, a bitch. You yeah. make him look like that. You know, like yeah. uh, the match was pretty good. Yeah, the match was good. Um, Pedigree came back. Night for us. I don't know, man. I'm looking at the list here, and it's either Eric Rowan's and Roman's match, or it's the Revival New Day. I don't know which one it is though. For me, it was Eric Rowan. Yeah? Just in terms of stuff that, like, almost defied my expectations in a certain way. I did not expect Eric Rowan to be as good of a singles wrestler as he was in this match. Yeah, I. you know what? Because of... Yeah, I agree with you there. I'd say that's the the best match of the night. Yeah. Um, And it's cool to see that they're giving a guy like Eric Rowan a good 20 minutes. Yeah, like... Yeah, I was And going over. I was shocked. Well, you know, I going over part, we can it he went over because of Luke Harper, but you know, I'm I'm impressed. I was impressed. I'll give that my match of the night. Yeah. yeah. That's that's Same match here. of the night. L- uh, least favorite match of the night. Least favorite match of the night. Oh, actually, like- here's my least favorite match of the night. The fact there wasn't a god darn title change for the 24-7 title. Are you kidding me? Yeah. How do you build this? damn title up to be such a big thing and everyone loves it and you have them run around two times in the whole night a night that ended early i might add it was 30 minutes early how do you not say okay we're at least gonna have two title changes with that you could easily do that it's stupid i was i was i was furious i'm not gonna lie i was very angry i was yeah i was very angry Oh yeah, um, but other than least favorite match of the night, uh, probably the Shinsuke Miz one. It was just forgettable. All I have to say about that is, please, if you're gonna have Sami Zayn do all this shit, just put him on commentary. Fuck. Yeah. 
I don't get like what does that like what difference does it make if he has a mic and he's talking to the crowd or if he's on like a special guest color commentator kind of thing? I mean, I guess then you can get crowd reactions, but then they took the mic away. Oh, I don't know, dude. I'm that it wasn't good. That wasn't good. I don't know. And uh, we can talk about raw, I guess. Okay, I have SmackDown real quick. Oh, we forgot about one thing that happened at the end of the show. <laughs> oh, what what may you be talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um as soon as the as soon as the light started to go out, I was like, yes. He did not go after who I thought he was going to go after. You thought he was going to go after Braun. I thought since Braun was laying in the ring the way he was, I was like, okay. And then as soon as the lights turned off, I was like, okay, yeah, he's going to go just go choke him out because he's already down. Um, but no, he went after Seth Rollins, the universal champion. Yeah. And you know what? It's going to happen. It's going to happen at Hell in a Cell inside Hell in a Cell. I, uh, I can't wait to see the fiend inside Hell in a Cell. Inside Hell in a Cell, yes. For the title, no. Really? Well, how is he going to lose? They're going to bury him quickly. Like you're giving him the title. And unless you're going to have him hold this title until like mania, you're you're ruining the fiend. I can see that. Yeah. And then I guess he could face off against like Balor. <gasps> the fiend versus the demon. Dude, that would be. Oh, man. For the title, too. Oh, crap. That's so dope. Imagine the Firefly Funhouses, though, if he's holding the title. Or like the universal title becomes a character in the Firefly Fun. <laughs> that 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 that's that's okay. Listen. There were a couple. I should try and find it though. There were a couple uh, images that have surfaced after that, like on after oh. Sunday night of Bray Wyatt's customized Universal Championship. Oh, I didn't see this. Yeah, I'll check it out. Oh, is it the one that's like mossy ish? I think so. Yeah, that's been around for forever. Uh, let me. That yeah, that's been around for forever. Yeah, um, I can see them bringing this back. Yeah, I can see them doing something like that. Uh, maybe not that because that's kind of old Barry Wyatt. It's like a it's like a brown muddy looking one. I'll link I'll link the picture in the show notes. Yeah, I I I don't see it being that one. No. We're gonna have to cut Ron Smackdown short. Really, nothing well, big happened. Perfect because for- I just have the stuff here. For yeah. it. Uh, here's the highlights of Raw. Uh, King Corbin. Why? Because it was the best. Uh, Rusev being a father. <laughs> that was, I love to see Rusev, and he was looking real good. With that, just the mustache. With the mustache and the muscles. That was looking good. Uh, and the fiend doing the thing with Kane and Seth at the end was crazy good. That visual at the end, yeah. like with Kane just kind of standing there and the fiend over his shoulder, that was perfect. For yeah. Me. So that was really raw. Raw sucked. Um, we're back to just having your weekly show suck, apparently. Uh, in SmackDown, the only things of note is Brock Lesnar's back. He's going after Kofi Kingston on the first Fox Friday Night SmackDown. Uh, and Luke Harper and Eric Rowan, uh, basically murdered Tom Phillips. <laughs> Did you see that? When he threw the chair and it hit Tom Phillips and Tom Phillips flung himself into the barricade. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's... Was Tom Phillips ever a wrestler? No, but he sold it like crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Ron SmackDown, kind of a disappointment. Yeah. Uh, It'll so be interesting to see how they build because they've only got like... They've got the one, rest of One this more week... week. They've got like two weeks to build. They've got one more week and then they have the go home show. 
before before Hell in a Cell. No, I thought. Wait, when's Hell in a Cell? The sixth. Oh yeah, it's the one right after. But so Fox is starting in two weeks. Yes, they start right before Hell in a Cell. So, anyways, whatever. So? Yeah, they do. I know they do. October fourth. Yeah. Yeah, it's the like one two shows before or two days before. Yeah. Cool. That's gonna be cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. I think that's going to be good enough for this week's episode. Really? That's 20 minutes. Like we only have 20 minutes to talk right now between the both of us. Yeah. Cause we had an interview, a long interview at that too, yeah. with, um, one of Ottawa's up and coming indie wrestling stars right after the commercial break, you are going to hear our interview with the young bull junior Benito. You are listening to wrestling with ideas right here on CKDJ 1079. Welcome back inside the CKDJ studios right here for an exclusive in-studio interview. It's not that common that we get to do these kinds of things. I myself am, of course, the music man, Colin Scully, alongside me. I guess we're going with the Shockmaster. I think I think it's Shockmaster. All right, Shockmaster Mitch Schweitzer. And joined this week by one of Ottawa's fastest rising up-and-coming indie wrestling superstars. We've got the Young Bull Junior Benito live in studio. How's it going today, man? I'm doing great, man. How are you guys? We're doing... I'm doing well. I can't speak for Mitch here. Uh, I'm fantastic. You're fan... Okay, perfect. So, fans in Ottawa, in the Ottawa Gatineau area, have been introduced to you especially over the past like five six months or so we'll get in we'll get into like your wrestling this year a little bit later on in the interview first question though what sort of got you into wrestling in the first place uh in the first place i grew up in a family with uh, a lot of brothers and sisters mm. so with that comes a lot of a uh, playful fighting yes yeah. and with that we got that off of wrestling i remember uh, my brothers used to watch triple h in an early millennium with evolution and all that yeah and then i as a baby i'd watch that with them and i grew sort of into it but the big the main match that got my attention as like wanting to get into the business was watching the um tlc3 match with the dudleys hardys and the edge oh, christian yeah. of course yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That. how could that not like yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just one of those staples you know yeah um is there sort of any wrestler when when like when when Junior Benito is in the ring, is there anybody that you want to sort of come across? Like I know you want to come across as yourself, obviously, yeah, but is there anybody that you sort of take little bits and pieces from? Uh when it comes to that, honestly. I don't really try to go into the ring trying to mo- like model as yeah like seem as to someone else, but I'm trying my best to just look like my look like my frame, like I'm small. So I try to yeah. I gotta make sure I look like the underdog. Yeah. I try to do some cool moves to catch the crowd's attention and all that. So yeah, that's all I'm trying to pass by so far. You're doing a good job at that. You're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I was at the one match. There there were two matches that stick out to me the most when you mentioned that there was the match. At the first Le Set outdoor show, yeah. where you faced Evil Uno and won. Mm-hmm. Not that many people in their first year of in ring work can say <laughs> that they beat Evil Uno in ring. Um, that's pretty special, actually. Yeah, that's yeah. That crowd too, like that must like how was that crowd for you? 
Honestly, uh, I try to like die things down in my head just so I don't get too inflated. So the first thing I told myself was we're in a, we're like right in front of bars. So they're all drunk. They're all drunk. <laughs> so they're, they're loud. You know, alcohol makes people excited and all. So, but yeah. uh, in general, the crowd is very into it. I'm thankful for that. And we were the first match. So that helped a lot. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. this coming Friday too. Yeah. You have a match or sorry, going back a bit, fighting back. You oh, were yeah. a part this this past was your first fighting back. Yeah. True. You you were in a four way with James Stone, yeah. Lil Blay, and, and uh, Ryan Donovan. Ryan yes. Donovan. Right, yes. So how like being part of such a major like fighting back has a tradition for being yeah. a, like the big show or one of the big shows of yeah. the year for Ottawa wrestling. Truly. Also yes. it has a great purpose. That's it has yeah. a great purpose as well. They did like They've done like I think two hundred thousand yeah. dollars in the past eight yeah. years, and they did sixty in like sixty for fighting back nine alone. Yeah, and it's all for the Canadian Cancer Society, so it's all for really good cause. It's all yeah. for the really good cause. But first question for that show: How was it being on a card with the one and only Cody Rhodes? <laughs> oh man, just finding out that I was wrestling on a on a show that entitled C Four because I used to go there as a kid. Yeah, as yeah. Not, I went there once as a fan. Then after that, I went to like as ring crew, help yeah. set up the ring and all. Just finding out I was wrestling, man. It just uh, it was hard to keep it together, man. It was crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. And to find out as Cody Rhodes wrestling, all Joey Janela, all the cool guys that we watched on TV right now, yeah. it's crazy to think about. Yeah, and like my my only goal is just to not look stupid. That's it. Yeah, I just want to make sure. Well, I you didn't. There was. <laughs> you didn't you definitely didn't look stupid you definitely got the crowd's attention going back a bit i guess is there are there any memories that you have from going to c4 as a fan or as ring crew any matches that stick out of uh, of course yeah um not really matches i'd say but i'd say moments uh i remember um when I my first show, I was when Too Cold Scorpio was wrestling there often. Oh no way! Yeah, and I remember it was before the show. I went up to him, asked him if I could uh, if he could autograph one of my books because I had like the WWE encyclopedia thing. Yeah, and I went yeah, on his yeah. profile yeah. and I asked if he could sign. I was like, uh, if you want to get it for free, just come come meet me after the show. And I was like, cool, cool. And then during the show, he's during his entrance, he went to high five all the fans and he stopped in front of me and just gave me a bunch of high fives. Like, don't forget for the autograph after the show. And I was like, yeah, I got you, man. It was pretty cool. It was a fun moment. Yeah special stuff that's cool yeah were you at because my my experience with c4 i was at their first show at saint anthony's yeah the vcc is was known as c4's well as ottawa wrestling's home yeah for like what 10 years almost truly yes what do you think going to saint anthony's has contributed to like the growth of c4 honestly i i truly think that it helped grow because it, it looks much more professional and, and it's a lot bigger too. yeah it's Definitely a lot bigger the attendance yeah you could grow the attendance too, get a lot more people into it and it just it looks like more of a prof not, not i wouldn't say professional but it looks more um uh like stuff you could put on tv you know like the yeah. whole atmosphere and environment just uh small things to add on of course but in general this the saint anthony's hall banquet is a really good location for that for c4 for sure mitch yeah. i've been asking a lot of questions people want to hear you talk. yeah i'll ask some questions here um, yeah, yeah. who's like your all-time favorite 
wrestler. All-time favorite, man. That is just very hard because I've I've been watching for so long. You know, it's been so many different eras and stuff. Do you have do like you have a like, favorite per era? Yeah, do you have like a maybe even a top five? Uh, sure, sure. Like I'll definitely start off with um because as a kid I I was a fanboy over this guy it was Batista. Oh yeah, yeah. This guy with his pyro and his entrance his, and his theme song, which yeah. is the best theme. Song. Honestly, it's people don't give it give credit to that theme song because it's so something good. else. Let's do it all the time. So yeah, there's Batista and there's also Rey Mysterio too yeah, yeah. that guy always caught my imagination as like with the smallest guy being the biggest guys yeah. super cool to watch and uh, um recently it's been like not now what he's doing but Sami Zayn, like in yeah. his days in nxt mm-hmm. man those so times the attention of the current product of course yes okay. i have to man wrestling's always in my blood as a fan mm-hmm. i'm always gonna be, i'm gonna be a wrestler but i always gotta stay a fan and um yeah. oh, that's a good that's hey that's a really good quote actually yeah I yeah like and um, I'm at I'm at four right now. It's my fourth. Yeah, I gotta say Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, he's uh, amazing. Sadly, he he died like when I was like I'd say four or three. So I didn't really get the chance to. Oh, so right when you were just started sort of like like understanding what yeah. wrestling was. So I went on. I was going on YouTube a lot, watching a lot of his stuff. And man, this guy was something else. I amazing because of your uh, your mean frog splashy layout. Oh yeah, killer splash, man. Yeah, it's that's the goal. And uh, <laughs> the the fifth guy, honestly. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm gonna go off a limb here and say John Cena. To be quite honest, yeah. Because <laughs> as I a- mean, see, the thing is, all the smarts yeah. on the internet are discounting John Cena for it's what true. he does, and that is like, as a fan, as, like I'm speaking from a fan's perspective. Yeah, yeah. he's he's one of the he's one of the biggest stars of all. Yeah, time right ever. now he's right up there with Hogan and Austin. Honestly, honestly, yeah, he is the Hulk Hogan or the Stone Cold of the PG era. Truly, but as like somebody who understands the business the way that I do, John Cena is what drew fans to the WWE like the late oh for sure yeah. early two thousands early twenty of course. Yeah, or just like yeah, the the kids, the the kids, the millennials. Yeah, because we true. grew up right as yeah, every right as he was making that transition. Mm-hmm. Like we really started paying mm-hmm. attention to the like right. You remember when he was sort of the doctor of thugonomics, but he was kind of like he had the oh, new yeah. theme, but he was like he was like transitioning slowly. He was transitioning. Yeah. He still had all the chain gang yeah. shit on him, but that's that's a. That's good. It's, and then the lightning fist finisher. Oh, dude. fuck. Oh, what dude. Oh, yeah, That's by the way, so if you want to swear, go ahead. We can edit this out after. It's fine. Uh, you don't have to though. That's, oh, mainly, no. that's mainly just like a that's mainly just a crutch for me, knowing that I can edit. Because <laughs> when talking about WWE, especially nowadays, yeah, it's kind of hard not to. It's emotionally investing, man. It's so, yeah, yeah. So while you were at fighting back. Um, did you get like a chance to talk to Janella, Joey Ryan, Cody, M- Maxwell, Jacob Friedman? Uh, you can't call him MJF because, or at least neither of to. us can because uh, we aren't good enough. He stated clearly. Oh, he told you that. Mm, more or less. More or less. Honestly, or less. that that guy MJF, he's something else, man. Have, he's, did you meet him on that fighting back? Uh, I got the opportunity to shake his hand, and um, he just told me, do, "Do I know you from somewhere?" And I was like, "I don't think so, man." And he's just like, "All right," and then we just kind of ended it there because like as the rookie because right now i'm very young in the business i don't know much so my goal is to not annoy anybody especially if they're like higher higher in the echelon when it comes to wrestling my goal is to not get on their bad side because that could affect me greatly in the future yeah and in the present of course oh yeah so yeah i just try to make sure to stay out of their way 
and just make sure that they had a good time. That's yeah. you're lucky to be able to shake his hand. Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. you've well. Uh, anyone else? Like, what's like? Did they? If you did meet, like, who's someone that gave you really great advice? Uh, for the biz. Surprisingly, I was going. I was at a Chinlock show in Kingston. It was a charity show, and oh, were you at five? Like the one that just happened? Oh no, I wasn't actually. It was the charity show that I was at that had um. It was the big charity show that had um Bret Hart yeah, and like yeah, yeah. Tugboat and all. Oh, that one? The, the most recent one that happened at the uh, big arena in Kingston. Yeah, yeah, I was in that. I was in, I was in the Battle Royal for that one. Okay. And I was I had like a 30 second spot in the Rumble where I got eliminated right after. But um, surprisingly after the show, my goal was just to shake Mark Henry's hand and just say thank you for coming and it's an honor meeting you. And I shook his hand and I'm telling you, his hand's like a frying pan. And (laughs) like he engulfed my hand, it was nuts. And then he just told me, Things that I have, the things that I have to do out of that 30 seconds that he saw, he told me what I have to do to, f- to work on and to become better. And I really appreciated yeah. that from him. Yeah. It just showed, it gave me a lot of hope for the future. Yeah. Were there any specifics yeah. that you can remember from what he told you? Uh, he said, um, you know how in the beginning of battle Royals, when you, it's like, you know, the countdown five, four, three, two, yeah. one, then you come in, yeah. you got to come in hot hits, yeah. everyone bumps for you and all that. Uh, that's something I didn't do. And that was something he told me, you got to make sure you do that stuff just to make sure the crowd gets into you right off the bat and then if you do a cool move they'll remember you you know but when i came in i just went all guns and blaze and i was hitting everybody no one was bumping and all that so it was it was kind of a mess but i learned from it so it's cool yeah (laughs) i can't think of a battle royal that truly when you look back at it wasn't a mess completely yeah yeah like battle royals have a tendency to just oh yeah you always hear stories of oh this guy went out too early and yeah but you know i'm sure you were fine sure you were great yeah, yeah. Uh, it was okay. Yeah, I took a nasty belly to belly from Nick Sullivan. You know that guy? Yeah, yeah, the big, the big bastard. This guy. He's, he's like upstate New York kind of guy. Yeah, okay. he is something else, man. He's a beast. Like, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he gave me one chop, and that chop marked me. Like it was the second worst chop I've received in my life. <laughs> Speaking of that chop, um, how good are your chops? Do you chop well? Do you uh, chop hard? Sadly, I don't know. Cause like I only give chops if someone gives them to me. Okay. Oh. And cause my goal is to not give chops because I'd never I don't like chops that much. Cause as a kid, I read Bret Hart's book and he wrote the most useless move in wrestling is chops because they actually like hurt really bad. And yeah. it's not necessary to hit. But nowadays a lot of people hit them, so you gotta people hit them. People are chopping all the time. Yeah. It's like handshakes nowadays. You just get chopped in matches. <laughs> just happens, man. The handshake outside the ring the chop in the ring cool now going forward i guess this uh you've got a couple of great bookings coming up first one actually later this week in a couple days hell you're making your c4 debut against the scrapper james James stone what does it mean for somebody who hasn't been wrestling for like you've not even been wrestling for a year and you're making your C4 debut true already. Yeah, man, this is, um, it's pretty crazy to think about, man, to be quite honest, cause it's like a dream come true. And, but honestly, like what I'm trying to think of is just not the goal that I've done, but just what I can do in this opportunity right now. My goal is to make sure I leave that building at the end of that show with fans thinking about me. That's the goal. So yeah, right now I'm thinking about that just to make sure we have a good match that they remember. Yeah. Now you've been, I can say from just reading through some of the Facebook stuff that's going on after cards that you've been on, people are definitely remembering you. So, Oh yeah. 
I'm trying not to stay, pay too much attention to that because yeah. one thing that I've learned early in life is that if your head gets too big, you're going to fall very fast. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I try to make sure I keep my head down, just make sure I just keep doing what I'm doing. Case in point, Enzo Amore. Uh, <laughs> don't, yeah, don't be Enzo Amore. Don't be. There's one piece of advice that we're both giving you. Do not under any circumstances. <laughs> um, has there been any like bumps or anything that you took and were like, man, maybe this is not for me. Like, have you had any scary instances where you're like, yeah, I'm done. I don't want to do this. Anymore. I can think of one that I think you might say. Uh, Sure. Shoot. Shoot. Tell me. Uh, fighting back. You were on the apron and you did like a, oh like, a God, like the yeah. flip into like the outside of the ring. Oh, and I was sitting like up on where the stage is where Bob and Adam are. Okay. And I didn't we like neither of us. I think you remember Brian, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Brian and I were sitting like up on the stage there and we couldn't see where you hit the floor. Yeah. <laughs> that was the scariest thing I've ever seen <laughs> for wrestling. Other than that spot where Shane Simmons like flapjacked Zach Manson on the apron. Yeah. But um that's definitely one of the scariest spots that I can think of for you. But is there any yeah. like the question was for you. So is there any big scary spots that you can think of uh big scary spots honestly that was probably one of them but you know when you're in in a match i was as nervous as can be like i was i i've never felt anything more nerve-wracking other than being on my first date like a few years back yeah. but um that dive man the adrenaline just was coursing through the veins and i couldn't feel a thing man i landed on my head apparently from what i heard yeah but <laughs> it looked like you landed on your head from I where was, i was I yeah was where you landed yeah it was, I was like oh god what's going on <laughs> But yeah, man, it was all adrenaline, man. I couldn't feel a thing. And then uh, Blay was doing his dive also after that. Yeah. And he landed right on my head again. And I didn't mm. feel a thing. All I felt was just like people like, you know how when something hits your ears and you just feel like it was just, it was all that. Like man. there was like <laughs> your ears popped and then you were just kind of there. Like, yeah, man. So you was, were out of it is what you're saying. Oh, uh, not completely out of it. Just yeah. like I was in the moment. I was just telling yeah. myself, oh, man, this is amazing. Whoa, whoa. Like if you ask some of my opponents, they'll just be like this junior kid. He was just saying this is awesome. Awesome. After the dive, I was telling him, I was telling myself a bunch of cool compliments to like how how amazing this feeling was. You were just was. lying there. Oh, this is the best this thing. Is this so is so dope. cool. Yeah, honestly, because it was just all excitement, man. I was living the dream. I was yeah. <laughs> what did Velvet Jones give you a little bit of the reefer there or something? What's oh no, on? no, I can't. I can't do that stuff, man. As a kid, CM Punk was one of my Atta best. Boy, yeah. Hey, there you go. There we go. I had to. One miss. of the few. I don't know many kids that actually took CM Punk's. Advice. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I forgot yeah. to add him in my list too. I obviously add him as well. Oh yeah. Because that guy, he's he helped me just stay away from the bad stuff. Not drinking, not smoking, not doing that stuff. He's a role model for sure. Yeah. yeah like in a way, like Especially in one of his UFC fights. Oh man. Especially in his UFC fights. That's that stuff broke my heart, man. That's <laughs> dude. I was like so excited for that because I was like, yeah, man, you don't need WWE breakaway, man. Yeah, do man. your own thing. And yeah. I was like, oh man, <laughs> WWE, dude, you're not Ring of Honor even. I don't care. I I do think he'll he he wouldn't go back to Ring of Honor. No way in hell. You think he's going to AEW? It it would saying? make sense honestly because it's it's a big company giving really good money. So I'd, I'd see why not. Cause do you, now, do you see him? I guess we can talk about, like, we still have a little, we still have a good 10, 15 10, minutes or yeah. so. We'll talk about the business for a little bit, just as a whole, what's going on yeah. up in the bigs. CM Punk, do you see him, if he goes to AEW, do you see him going back to work, like, in ring? Or do you see him going, like, as a commentator or, backstage, or a manager, like, backstage? Uh, 
I'd say a little bit of both because I'd say he'd probably come back for that one big match against somebody. MJF. I mean, uh, uh, well, like, yes, some anybody really just and then just possibly just have his role in the back because I'm sure his goal now because like he ev- everyone has to grow, you know, like they're there. He, he's aging. So yeah. I'm sure he's not um, he's not planning on doing much in ring stuff, but I'm sure because he has a great mind to at working matches, too, from what I've heard. Yeah. So I'm sure he, he contribute a lot in the back. If oh, you yeah. were to yeah. Go. yeah, I just you, sure. you mentioned MJF. I just came up with this thing. You know how Tully Blanchard is Sean Spears' manager? Yeah, have yeah. CM Punk is MJF's manager. Problem is, is MJF can talk. You don't need a mouthpiece. Yeah, but can you imagine <laughs> having someone as great as Maxwell? Thank you. I was going to correct with you. the mouth with with like he can his promos are some of the best heel promos ever. Yeah. But then you add CM Punk in there. Yeah, it's also does that. You add CM Punk to the mix and your and your chances of winning drastic go down. No. Um yeah, it's CM Punk in there. Those I can those promos. Yeah. I'm just imagining those now. Yeah. Do you have any favorite wrestlers that like do you have any favorite wrestlers based off of their promos? Uh yeah, Best talkers. Yeah, Best well, talkers. Like, Who are some of your favorite talkers in the? Days? Uh, other than CM Punk, I'm instantly gonna put The Rock in there. Yeah, he's got to go really quick because in the ring he didn't have the best matches, but when he talked, that's what made the crowd the loudest thing in the world. You know? Yeah, yeah. I I agree with that. He he wasn't a great. I don't want to say a he 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 wrestler. didn't know how to work. He was an amazing wrestler and all that athletic. Knew how to hit the moves. Knew how to hit everything. But yeah, when it came to he just, just there was just something that wasn't there almost. Well, is not not really because he had all the he had the whole package. Just saying, I'm just saying that his talking was much better than his his wrestling. If he were yeah. to like instead of wrestling, if he could have a 20 minute promo instead of a match, I'd still buy a ticket. Like you know, yeah, yeah. it's like of, you know actually that's how I feel about uh, keeping up with the current product, Elias. Yeah. So that's same level. The Elias is the rock is what I'm saying. Elias is the rock. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Not yet. Whoa. Not yet. <laughs> oh, he just sees the tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Now, going on to WWE, a lot of people have mixed opinions on yeah. the current WWE product. True, true. What are your sort of thoughts on the way that WWE seems to be going? Uh... Honestly, I when it comes to the backstage stuff, I don't really know much about it. Like the backstage, like most of the small things that people are saying, like people are mad about this or that. Yeah, yeah. Um, all I concentrate on really is what's on this on TV, and okay. I, I like it a lot so far. Like AJ Styles, in my opinion, is doing the best work he ever has been when it comes to in the ring. And now, are you talking in the WWE or in general? Uh, in WWE, okay, of course they're they're doing great. And yeah. you mean right now? Like, uh, right now, yes, but one thing that I would change, like, would like to see, is a an, a heel world champion. Because right now we're seeing a lot of faces to yeah. a point where like yeah. there's nothing more to like be excited for anymore. Yeah. Well, we, after last sure. night, what with <laughs> oh Brock yeah, Lesnar and Kofi Brock Lesnar, that was random. It was that, funny. I, you know what? I was like, you know. <sighs> Whatever you know, yeah. what? it's one of those it's things that you just dollars. can't be surprised by anymore. Yeah, and it you was what I mean? like, yeah. it was I okay. I, I I was I was uh, okay with it. It was fun. It was cool. Yeah. Did you always have the dream, or are you one of these guys that's oh I'm never going to WWE, or do you do you truly want to be in that world? Like, um, as a kid, 
uh, growing into now, of course, it's like I've always wanted to do that to reach the highest of the mountaintops yeah, in yeah. WWE. But to see that now there's ventures elsewhere where there's like, uh, like all we elite. talked about all elite wrestling and all that, there's an opportunity to make a life out mm -hmm. of wrestling other than being in WWE. Yes. Yeah. Which I, I would, I would, I would never shy on not taking that opportunity, of course. Yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah. 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 But WWE always, has always been a mountaintop that I, I'd love to reach one day. And I, yes. I as a kid, I tell myself, I know I'm going to reach it. But who do, who knows, really? We'll, we'll see yeah. how it goes. Yeah. I mean, you're young, man. You're young yeah, and you're man. putting on really great matches. So if you're doing like, we'll see whenever people like whenever I talk to because I talk to a lot of fans like like out Toronto, London area. Yeah. Whenever people are asking, because they sometimes I have fans down that way that'll ask me, oh, what's uh, what's uh, Benito like? And I'm like, okay, put it this way. The kid's doing shit that he shouldn't be doing at 18. Like if like you're you're in ring work makes you look like you're 30. That yeah. you have like at least ten years experience. Whoa! I, oh, all right. That's a that's a big thing to say, man. I wouldn't say that because like I, when it comes to the small details, me, I got a, I got, I mess yeah. up a lot of stuff. But yeah. but yeah, seeing that you're you're saying that, that's a big compliment. Yeah, I thank you <laughs> hugely for I, that. I uh, this is a funny story. So I I went on YouTube to watch one of your matches just to prepare a little. I've seen you obviously oh, uh, yeah. live and in person, cool. but I put you on to just I wanted to see that frog splash is what I'm saying oh. and um my grandmother was in the room <laughs> and she was she was so excited to see everything you were doing it was you uh you were against um Ray Saint Jean probably yeah yeah in an outdoor venue I can't that I was it yeah that was what, one of the Chinlock shows I think yeah. oh no it was a Le Zero Set the yeah, oh their second was, one I think yeah it must have been true uh, true you you really you were really selling well. You were doing everything. Yeah, you didn't mess up there at all. Uh, you mm -hmm. really you really put on a great match there. Yeah. So now you're thinking back to that show, trying to find shit that you're like ah. Yeah, yeah, just small stuff. But I, I don't want to say it now because like it would it would kind of kill the the mood the mood of us <laughs> of us complimenting you. But I, I truly do believe though that selling is something that um people don't appreciate that much because mm -hmm. it's such a big aspect in the business. It's huge. It's, it's huge. Really, really there important. Are some, there are some wrestlers, especially in C4, one of them that was in the four-way with you, not going to name names, but I think you know who I'm talking about and I know you know who I'm talking about. The selling isn't exactly their strong suit. Yeah. I I, I don't want to start guessing, but I don't know, man, honestly. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to pause this just to make sure we're all on the same page and we'll get back to the recording in like a couple seconds. All right. So as we were talking off air, the one question that came up uh, from Mitch, actually. Yeah. Uh, how, how did you get your, uh, your name, Junior Benito? Uh, Junior Benito, that name is, um, cause like I have a brother, my, one of my older brothers, he's one of my best friends in life. Nice. He's helped me grow as a human being, uh, as well as all my other brothers, of course. But, uh, how many siblings do you have first? I have, uh, surprisingly I have, um, three full-blooded brothers, two full-blooded sisters and a lot of other half-blooded wow. sisters. Wow, so. man. Jeez. Yeah. That's it's crazy. a big, big family. But yeah, the, my brother, his name is Junior because he has my father's name. So we call him Junior. Yeah. So I wanted to put that as my first name for personal reasons, of course. And yeah, Benito, it's it's it is my real last name, but I mixed up the letters, of course. OK. Yeah. You can put that together. 
Yeah, you guys could figure it out. I wouldn't really Scrabble. want to say it. <laughs> it's like Scrabble. Yeah, just play with the letters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. And the young bull. Is there was there anybody like was that something that you came up with or was that somebody else? Uh, surprisingly, I the, the young bull. I I thought of that because I'm a huge fan of The Rock. Of course. Okay. Oh no, I'm just joking. Just joking. Nah. I'm just playing with you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got that uh, young bull thing from a NBA player called uh, Colin Sexton. Yeah, He's like yeah, this yeah, rookie. yeah. I got it from him. It sounded like a cool nickname to have. Is that his nickname too? Yeah, yeah. Okay. This one guy just called him the young bull, and he just he rang with it, and yeah. I thought it sounded cool because especially the fact that I'm a young guy in the business. I thought it sounded okay, so yeah, man, yeah. it does. Well, it sounds cool. hey, it sounds cool. It, it just it cool. almost works. It yeah. it does work with what you sort of do. Yeah, the whole bull thing that you have going on. Now all you have to do is get a is, is get like a huge Brahma bull tattooed on your shoulder, and you're good to go. Oh, I was yeah. thinking. Remember, um, guys in 2015 who are now the like Primo and Epico. Yeah, they ran the around with, stars. Yeah, yeah, but the Los Matadores. You remember the little El Torito? El Torito. What's your favorite? What is your favorite bull themed wrestler? Mantar, El Torito, or Bull Nakano? It's 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 El Torito. (laughs) It's El Torito, man. Oh man, I'll I'll say Bull Nakano because when you think about her work, she's 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 a great worker. So I got to say with her. So (laughs) would you consider yourself a student of the game in that you watch literally everything? Then. Yeah, man, I have yeah. to because there's okay. nothing that you can't learn, you know. Right. There's so, a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I was a little bit disappointed in Mitch last week when I brought up, we did like a top five feud segment and I brought <laughs> yeah. up a feud from 90s All Japan, um, Mitsuharu Masada and Tokushiaki Kawada. Have you seen any of that? Whoa. Mitsuharu Masawa, sorry. Sadly, no. I haven't See? seen it. You haven't See? seen it either. See? I'm Nobody so sorry. watched was, 90s All Japan. What is he going was, on here? Oh, yeah. Okay. What? He was chirping me. Oh, you don't know 90s All Japan? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You're the weirdo. You're the weirdo. <laughs> but it's not a real, it's not a weirdo thing. It's just like he, you, you do like the, uh, Things other than WWE, of course, and I got to respect that. That's something I got to get into as well. Just yeah. the retro Japan wrestling got to get into because I could learn a lot of stuff from that. too. Yeah, there's a lot of good, like even 90s, like anything 80s, 90s Japanese. Hell, even modern Japanese stuff. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you do you watch uh, All Japan, New Japan? Uh, like, mainly just New Japan. Yeah. But I don't keep up to date too much. All I do know is that right now, um, John Moxley sadly is with the staff infection and stuff. He's yeah. doing great. He popped out of nowhere and just started winning everything. He won yeah. the US title and all. He's going against Suzuki. Uh, Michinoru Suzuki, isn't that his name? Minoru Suzuki, yeah. Minoru. When? That's to be determined. But yeah, because I think he's still recovering. Yeah, from they've that. decided. Ooh, they've decided sounds, it's happening. Yeah, that'll be good when it happens. That'll be nuts. He's still the U.S. Yeah, champion yeah. there, he still right? Is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they didn't take it off him. No. no, and I guess because New Japan shows are run like on a monthly thing compared to a weekly. Yeah, and, and then you have wrestlers that aren't injured. They're just not on shows. For yeah. like a good three months, so that should give him time. Yeah, that's what I think is. I think. He's booked at the new All Out, or not All Out. Uh, uh, like the, the yeah, show the new full, the new full yeah. gear, full gear. He's yeah. booked to face Kenny again, mm. like to really do that rivalry. So he's booked at their full gear and at the upcoming shows. So I feel like he's almost fully recovered from his staff infection. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. Um, I'm glad he left WWE. I'm glad he's doing his own thing. Yeah, he seems happy. No, so that's the that's good. It's good to see. Yeah. That. 
I mean, I, yeah, I would be important. concerned if a guy like his character is happy because that could mean so many different things. Yeah, true. <laughs> smiling. He's walking to the ring smiling. Everyone's like, uh-oh. Oh, here we go. shit. <laughs> he has a knife in his pocket. I don't know. He's got a knife <laughs> in his pocket. He's facing Minoru Suzuki. This is not going yeah. to go well. Uh, Going over Japan, I guess, or sort of stuff outside of North America, is there anything, are there any current wrestlers outside of North America that you're sort of into right now? uh, I'll be honest, the the UK scene, honestly, Mm -hmm. that is really incredible to to watch. Like The crowd is so unique and so loud. Watching that NXT UK takeover Cardiff, it was nuts. That really got looked over because of, of course, All Out. Yeah, which was yeah. Meh. On the same day. Yeah, it was meh. Also, you know, it was good, but it wasn't as good as NXT. The Yeah, Car- it was Cardiff, right? Yeah. That, that Walter and yeah. uh, Tyler Bate match. Honestly, that crowd was just going absolutely ballistic yeah. for that, man. Yeah, like, well, it's, they're both incredible. I know. Like, true, true. That's, Yeah. But man, those chants for Tyler Bate were like relentless and they were yeah, very yeah. loud. Yeah. It was a sight to see, man. It was crazy. Yeah. And the UK crowds, you mentioned them being so unique. That's why the Raw after WrestleMania yeah. every year is one of my favorite Raws of the year. Like yeah. Each year. Oh, it is. It is. Because the they're best. from everywhere around the world, including the UK, of course. And There's a like, heavy UK presence, I find. Uh, yeah, I find, true. Yeah, I, I also <laughs> feel that. I don't know why, but a lot of the... I wonder if they're ever just going to do a Mania... In, in London at in, Wembley, yeah, I believe would, they, sh- they could. They're probably they probably will, of course. Yeah, because I mean, if they can do a SummerSlam, like that SummerSlam match with uh, the British Bulldog and Bret Hart, yeah, yeah, that that have you heard? Have you heard yeah, the pop yeah, after yeah, that? Yeah, pop honestly, after yeah, that match was, was unbelievable. Yeah. We'll see. I believe that they'll do it mainly when they have like a UK star in the main roster that's truly shining as one of their main event dudes. Like, yeah, because yeah. like if they would do a show at Wembley and they wouldn't have anyone to represent there. Yeah, I agree. It'd You're be right kind of weird. But it's hard to think of like a UK guy being a top star, even just yeah. a European guy being a top star because, true, you know, true. they they bury everyone that's not American. Like, look at Finn Balor. He could have easily been like uh, he could have been that guy. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's more it was more timing that had that kind of um that affected his run mainly because like when, when he, won he got the, the shoulder injury. Yeah, it was right after he won the title, too. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, incredibly they ruined sad. Finn Balor. Now he shaved his head and he's a monk. See that picture? Wait, he shaved his head? Yeah, so listen. So he's taking time off after being murdered by Bray Wyatt. Did you see that stuff? Yeah, yeah, I saw Incredible. that. Um, and then he posted on Instagram uh, like three days later, four days later, he got married to a beautiful uh, yeah, fox. Yeah, like a broadcast. Yeah, you saw her? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, and then he shaved his head and is now bald in Japan. I don't know why, but he's, it's crazy. Know. Wow. Yeah. And it sounds like I'm lying. Like, it sounds like a fake thing. It looks weird. It looks real weird. Now I have to look this up as we're talking. Here. Yeah. It's... it's um, all it right. Now, <laughs> are there... Like, Walter, especially now that WWE... Like, their NXT is moving up. Yeah. It's arguably the third brand on the main roster now. 
True, true. Yeah, NXT? That's, do you see NXT UK moving up to sort of that sort of same deal? No, not no. for a little uh, I say it's going to take a little more time because people are still very new to all the wrestlers in the scene. Because all we really, all I really know from NXT UK, like as a, no, as, an, as a fan that doesn't know much in the business, like if I was a newbie, all I would really know is Tyler Bate, Walter, and like the British Strong Style, the Pete Dunne and Trent Seven. Maybe yeah. those guys. Um, oh, yeah, Jesus. there it is. See, look at that. Wow. Wow. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's I, the uh, best. Oh God! Yeah, I don't know. I think. See, this reunion is something that uh, I wouldn't mind seeing at the all. OC with Balor, with a bald Balor. That would with be a bald easier. Balor. You have three out of five leaders of the original Bullet Club. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah, literally. That's true. Um, yeah. I think with the NXT UK situation, I think they're going to start using NXT UK as just NXT. You know, like, I think instead of people going up from NXT, I think it'll go UK uh, and then to... And then split up into the one of three sort of Yeah, because NXT is officially like a brand. It's no longer a performance center feeder, I don't think. Like, we're starting tonight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, for this is Wednesday, September 16th. It's happening. Yeah, Yeah, except it's it's still going to be on the network in Canada. Okay, so in Canada, I was going to ask this question is, we don't have USA Network here in up north in in Ottawa, Ontario. So I think it's, if it's still on the network, that's dope. Because I I want to It's still on the network for another couple weeks. I'm interested to see what's going to happen with Raw and SmackDown in a couple weeks, like in a month or so from now. Yeah, what do you think? What do you think is going on with uh, this Fox deal? Oh, man. Uh, Mainly, I'm kind of bummed that SmackDown's moving to Friday. Cause there's all there's always wrestling shows that day, and I get to oh, miss it. Oh crap! But yeah. Other than that, um, I do believe it's gonna be a new, a new shift. So it's gonna be yeah. there's gonna be more attention put towards the like new decisions and stuff. It's gonna be pretty cool seeing some new stuff. And apparently, I'm, there's gonna be no more wild card rule. Yeah. That apparently, that was they're doing an actual one. draft. Yeah. 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 Last night they officially stated that too. Tom Phillips said on live tv that means the <laughs> wild card rule is gone they i'm holding that okay they yeah. can't just be like oh it's back it's we're done yeah yeah no more as long as they bring daily. back paul Heyman and eric bischoff as the gms of their own shows that they're like directors for yeah <laughs> i actually i wouldn't hate that um i think eric bischoff's gonna get fired though as creative as, director <laughs> i think he will i think vince like is, he will like he will like Breaking the fourth wall, fired kind of thing. No, I mean backstage. Uh, Vince isn't a big fan of SmackDown apparently, and Vince has re. What is Vince a big fan of? <laughs> Vince like Vince is a fan shows. of maybe two ideas that aren't his ideas. Yeah, Vince <laughs> maybe two, three shows apparently, two over the phone. So wow. I don't know, man. I think I think uh, Eric Bischoff is. I don't know. Is I mean, whatever. All we can really like, we'll see. I guess. Yeah, like, that's all we can really like, say right now. Is we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll all see we can say for sure is that this period in wrestling, especially for WWE, mm. if they want to maintain their top spot, like from tonight with NXT yeah. starting on the USA Network mm-hmm. up until October first, is going to be crucial for how it goes for the rest of the year and going into. Going into 2020. I'm very uh, excited for what's happening in wrestling right now, though. Like, this is a really good time for wrestling, I find. Yeah. Like, I was, I I started back into, like, really watching wrestling hardcore in, like, 2013, 2014. Um, 
But I have never been so excited as of what's all the crap happening right now. Yeah. Uh, all Elite, the new deals, NXT being taken seriously. Even even in like uh, in indie shows that are just boosting, just boosting their product. Yeah. Everything is just seems really good right now. It's, it's a very good time to be a wrestling fan. That's all I can say. Yeah. It's a very good time to be a wrestler, too. Yeah, both. Yeah. Yeah. We assume me and Colin aren't wrestlers, but you are. <laughs> yeah. so you can say that. Oh, you never know. <laughs> January January's set classes. Eh. <laughs> All right. I think this is a good time to bring things to an end. Thank you. Coming. Thank. <laughs> <laughs> Try it again. One more time. Yeah, Here yeah. we go. You can take your time. Man. So. <laughs> I haven't had caffeine yet today. That's what I'm doing as soon as this interview is over. Um, all right. Five, four, two, one. So I think this is a good time to bring things to an end here. Thank you for coming in, Junior. Uh, we'll give you this time right now to just plug anything last minute that you'd like. So go. You have the floor. Go. For all it. right. So this Friday, you guys know that C4 is having their season premiere. You guys know that. So yep. buy a ticket if you guys are don't have not done it yet. Also, we have Let's Zero Set coming up with shows in October. Mm. Make sure you guys check that out. And that's about it. Keep enjoying wrestling for whoever is like a fan. Enjoy it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the way. Here you go, man. just listen to the greatest wrestling show on the planet.